What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Southfit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SBF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. What is going on, squad? Welcome back to another episode of the Shift Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. It's your boy, Coach Shout. Let's get it. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to actually get results and sustain them. I've seen this time and time again. I wanted to come on here and give you guys some clarity, okay? Because it's one thing to think you're getting results and maybe you are progressing, but then it's another thing to sustain that and, and actually create a lifestyle that you're proud of. And I've seen this with myself in the past, with a lot of clients. So if you're struggling in any way with getting results and keeping them, then we're going to have you guys freaking covered in today's episode. So I'm really excited to bring this to you, really excited to be delivering some value. Okay, so first off, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple different factors here that I see as a coach that really play a, a tremendous role in getting clients results is number one, the activity level, your total daily energy expenditure. So what does that mean? What are we looking at here? We're looking at the total amount of calories that you're burning on a day-to-day basis. So what are the factors that we need to be focusing on? Well, let's let's first take a look at your lifestyle. You know, like what is your job like? Are you at a desk? Are you working construction? Are you a server, right? Like if we think about all those roles for a second, right? Like if you work construction, obviously you're going to be moving your body a little bit more, right? And as a result, you're probably going to be burning a little bit more calories. So is it logical to say that you probably have the same amount of macros as someone who has a desk job? No, but that's the thing is that maybe some coaches, some trainers aren't taking that into consideration. And this is something that we really need to focus on is understanding. Oh God, there, there the fucking thing goes. I, I almost dropped my phone as I was trying to wave to my boy. Maddie, what's up, kid? Um, so listen, I, I want to stay on track with what I was trying to say here because I had a good train of thought. So that logically does not make sense when we're trying to calculate someone's macros, calories, depending on their goals. Like The more I, I learn about coaching, the more clients that I work with, the more I realize that this is not a one-size-fits-all. Like I can't stress that enough. Like we're talk- we could talk about like metabolism, gut health, hormones, like all these different things. And what's crazy about everything that I just mentioned is that all of those are forever evolving. They're forever changing and adapting. Like myself included, like the body is really a tricky, remarkable like mechanism. There's so many different variables that go into it, but I want to really focus on some of the main pillars that I use as a coach to get my clients results. Okay. So we're talking about the total daily amount of energy that you are expending. That plays a huge role, okay? Like think about this. Like if you're someone who works construction, you're on the roof all day, sweating your ass off, right? Like hammering, using a hammer, doing all the shit. Is someone at a desk job gonna consume the same amount of food? No, so we need to take that into consideration. How much protein, how many carbs, how much fat, meal timing, right? These are all different things. Right? I think that's huge. That gets overlooked. And then we place a huge emphasis on our Apple Watch and how many calories we're burning and my fitness pal, which is a great tool. But is that 100% accurate? There's no such thing as 100%. 
And using all these tools is great, but we need to really focus on the driving factors here. Like let's logically break this down for a second, okay? Are you moving your body consistently? Yes, okay, then maybe we need to look at it from that standpoint, right? But I think another big factor, the second one that I wanna talk about is stress. Stress, stress plays a huge role in the way that your body adapts to exercise, your mood, your energy, right? So then the question is, all right, well, then how do we mitigate our stress levels, right? And I think there's a couple things. I think it's being intentional with the people that you surround yourself with and the amount of time that you're spending on certain tasks, like that matters. So we're talking about like stress, right? And how to reduce that. Maybe it's being intentional with your screen time. You know, maybe it's not checking emails on the weekends. Maybe it's really taking some time to be present with family and friends, like actually doing things that fill your cup and actually that you enjoy, you know, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, with, with trying to like do so much all the time with my business and fitness and all this shit that I got going on. Like I, I've been neglecting myself a little bit and I'm still doing that because I'm prepping for a show and it's been really, you know, intense, but as a result, I'm a little stressed and that plays a role in your results, right? Okay, stress plays a huge role and it's fun. I'll give you an example with this. I, I moved to Florida recently and when I went to go see my physical therapist and the first week I came down and I saw her and then a month went by, a few weeks went by and then I saw her again. She was like, you look completely different. You know, and I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, your body looks different. Your skin looks healthy. You just look like a healthier, more energetic person. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, when I was back home, in New York, it was always dark and gloomy and cold. There was no sunlight. I wasn't outside. I wasn't happy and I wasn't able to do things that I wanted to do. Whereas now this environment has allowed me to do that. So that's what I'm trying to get across here is your environment is going to determine your stress levels, your energy, your overall mood. And that's literally going to impact your physical results. Isn't that fucking crazy to think about? And like, I'm still learning every single day. And that's why I love coaching so much because every single day I learn something, whether it be nutrition, training, mindset, you know, it goes on and on. It's ever changing. It's ever evolving. And that's the thing too, with, with also our bodies, our needs and our goals, those are also ever evolving as well. I've been really overweight and it, you know, that was a phase that I had to go through where I had to drop a lot of weight. Right. And then I built it back up. I was lean bulking for a while, eating a good amount of calories. And now I've slowly been cutting down to make stage weight for this competition. And then from there, I'm going to reverse diet into a lean bulk phase. And it just, it doesn't end. Fitness doesn't end. And I fucking love it because there's always something to improve on. There's always something to change. Now, the reason you guys were here is to actually get results. So I want to stay on track with that. And that ties into the last point we're going to talk about here is sleep sleep and micronutrient absorption. So what does that mean? Well, obviously sleep is gonna play a huge role in your recovery and just really repairing the muscle tissue when you go and break it down inside of the gym, right? Because that's the whole process, okay? You go into the gym, you tear down the muscle fibers and then you repair it with quality nutrition and quality sleep. So if you do not have quality nutrition and quality sleep, then it's gonna be difficult for you to recover, perform well and actually make gains. Now that may be obvious to you, but we're gonna dive a little deeper into that. So how much sleep should you be getting? Six to eight hours a night minimum. 
And also quality plays a role too. Like if you're constantly waking up every like two hours, then that's not optimal as far as achieving a, a quality REM cycle. So how do you get better sleep? Be intentional with your screen, your screen time, excuse me. Okay, maybe you order some blue light glasses. Maybe you stop drinking water by a certain time so you don't have to get up four times throughout the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, right? Like it's these like little subtle things that we just kind of slip through the cracks, you know? And But if we think about all of these decisions that really stack on top of each other and all these decisions that compound over time, if you're consistently moving those and making better choices in the right direction, that could drastically impact the entire trajectory of your mind, body, and life. That's the goal with these podcasts. That's the goal with these live streams is to give you guys actionable value on how to change your life. And if you listen to what I say and, you know, you give it some thought and you implement, I'm telling you, like I live and breathe this shit all day, every day. I'm driving, I'm listening to a podcast. Every morning I'm reading books. I'm in mentorship programs. I don't stop. I'm addicted to the process. So if there's just one thing that you pick up from this, that's a win for me. And that's why I do it. I enjoy it. I like helping people. I always said that when I was growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself at all. I, I didn't like, I played sports. I was an athlete, you know, I played like football, baseball, basketball, yada, yada, you know, and I played college baseball, whatever. I, and I just, for the longest time, like didn't have a purpose, you know, and, and I don't have shame in admitting that because I feel grounded now. So like every holiday, you know, whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, you know, my family would always say, well, Sal, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to study? And I never really knew. And I didn't really like have a purpose with that. So why, why am I bringing this up is because I feel like I've been able to find one and I've been creating it through experience. I'm right there in the trenches. Like I live and breathe this shit. And that's why like I enjoy it because it, it's something for me to work towards something to improve upon and i do like it like who doesn't want to look good who doesn't want to feel good you know and if you're going to sit there and say that you're probably lying to yourself you know you can say whatever you want to other people but at the end of the day the only person that matters is you and the relationship that you have with yourself and you can't fake that shit right the last point here when it comes to actually getting results and sustaining them as well is the micro nutrient absorption. What does that mean? It's the types of foods. So, you know, there's a big thing right now in the fitness industry with macros and just following your macros. And what does that mean? It's the basic breakdown of your calories, protein, carbs, and fats, and how much you should be consuming on a daily basis. Now, for argument's sake, if you want to just take a macro approach, you're basically just following numbers and tracking that. So you can pretty much eat um, whatever, not whatever you want, but the point with that is that you're either eating the same things or a variety of different foods. Now, when it comes down to micronutrient absorption, okay, the different types of vitamins and minerals that are in different foods, it varies food to food. You know, like if you're going to take a, a certain vegetable, like let's just say spinach, spinach is going to have some more nutrients as opposed to a bag of Cheez-Its, right? So like maybe the, maybe that was a bad example, but like hypothetically, you get what I'm trying to say. You know, like if you take two separate foods and you compare them, maybe the macros, the numbers on the food labels are similar, but the micronutrients between the two are vastly different. And I think that's something that gets really overlooked. Now, why is that important? Because that's going to play a role in your digestion. It's going to play a role in your gut health, 
in your recovery, in your performance, in the gym, in your sleeping patterns, and all these things. And I just think there's so many things that get overlooked in today's world, like with myself included. You know, like there's a million different variables that go into training and nutrition and supplementation, you know, and for me, it's just a really interesting thing. So if I could come on here and give you guys some value, then it's like, man, this is like the coolest thing ever, <laughs> you know, and I, I really do enjoy it. And I appreciate you guys showing up and, and I hope that you're getting something from it. Now, when it comes down to being consistent, I, I do, I like the macro approach as far as, you know, maybe trying to eat the same foods to stay consistent because maybe you are really busy. Maybe you work you know, 40, 50 hours a week. And when the weekends roll around, you don't want to spend it, you know, doing your meal prep. So maybe that's where you could take some time to use a meal prep service and follow a bit more of a macro style approach. But if you're really serious about taking it to the next level and really optimizing, you know, what you're doing and leaving everything on the table, then maybe you do some research and pay attention to the level of micronutrients that are in your foods and being really strategic and diligent with the food labels as well. You know, like, the ingredients are there. And if you take the time to read it, it will help. And if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be eating it. And that's a rule of thumb that I got from a fellow coach of mine. So I'm going to say that again. If you're reading a nutrition label and you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't eat it. Because there's it, there's so many different things that are put in, in our foods nowadays. It's scary. It's scary. Like I, I went to the grocery store the other day. And I was kind of in a pinch because I was traveling a little bit. And I picked up this chicken quesadilla and I read the label. And guys, I swear to God, it was like a, a laundry list of ingredients. And like, this is what I'm trying to say, like the micronutrients, like all these things that you can't pronounce that you don't even know what they are. Like, if you think about that, you probably shouldn't be putting it into your body. And that's probably having a negative impact on your results, energy, mood, hormones, all different things. Now, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a registered dietitian, I am a personal trainer, but I will say I'm heavily immersed in the health and fitness space and I am constantly doing work every single day to continuously learn. So with that being said, for the average person, I think this is super valuable. I think you guys could take something from this. And even if it's just one thing to go and implement, that could be the difference for you. That could be a needle mover. That could be something that makes an impact over the next few weeks, you know? And that's the whole thing is that you can continuously stacking that, building momentum, learning to love the process and having fun with it because fitness doesn't have to be a chore. And I used to view it as that for years on end. Like I could get into some really dark stories and maybe that's another podcast for a different day. But like I used to do like just chicken and lettuce, like every meal for like, there was like a maybe six month year period where I did that. And I unhealthily lost like 60 pounds and I thought I'd look good, but I was like, so like too skinny and I just didn't know what I was doing. And then I gained it all back. And I just like, I've gone through like, I don't know, maybe like five, six ups and downs with weight fluctuation. And I've learned a lot of shit. So that's the goal with here, uh, with what we're doing, with what we're talking about is to give you guys some applicable action, applicable steps that you can go and implement into your life to change your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at SalFitTorio. That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.